One, two, three. I scared the shit out of my dog, though. <laughs> Hi, it's okay. Did I scare you? Come here. You can lay back down. Okay. I'm not normally this loud. Okay, I'm going to try something new at the intro today. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Musicals Reviewed, the podcast where two friends chat about movie musicals. I'm your host, Natalie. And I'm your host, Emma. Today, we're going to be chatting about the sound of music with the love of my life julie andrews i love her so much what a gem what a gem fun fact this is the first musical that i ever remember watching as a child like this was my first musical does that explain a lot about who i am like before even (laughs) before even the wizard of oz yeah it was this one my my grandma sat me down i don't know and she said, I think you will love this. Yeah. We watched it on VHS. That's so cute. I remember watching it, but I don't remember it that well. <laughs> well, like, I, I have was no... in love with Julie Andrews, so of course I remember. Oh. Oh. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. I mean, we love Julie Andrews. What a gem. Her voice not? is just so clear and beautiful. Yes. I mean, yeah. iconic. Literally iconic. There's no other voice like hers. Like, you cannot replicate her voice. Yeah. We have a lot of people to review. Should we just get into it? Yeah. Let's – I'm going to give an intro for the musical first, and then uh, we'll get into our musical fun facts. We're a little rusty. It's been a couple weeks. Um, And we're changing up the format. So, like, kind of. Not really, but a little bit. Enough to throw us off, I feel like. Um, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, here's the intro. We'll get into musical fun facts, and then we'll talk about our people. Um, did you get my note about the people? Sidebar. In my voice memo? Yes. Okay. It's her, Julie Andrews, the the husband, uh-huh. and then the kids, right? Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I did also do a brief search on the writer, producer. No. Director, producer, and the writers. Okay. Cool. So. I just wanted to make sure that you didn't do like research for every single character because there's 10 million of them oh fuck no <laughs> i would have texted you don't worry okay perfect all right yeah. intro for sound musical sound musical mm-hmm. okay anyways sound of musical <laughs> um, the sound of music follows the story of a young maria as she discovers who she is and what her life could be her life crosses paths with the von trapp family as their governess and as she grows closer to the children and begins to fall in love with them and falls slowly in love with her dad. She must decide where her loyalties mm-hmm. lie. And following her original plan to become a nun at the Abbey or with this family that she adores. In the midst of all of this romance, we also follow the rise of Nazi Germany and its annexation of Austria. How will the Von Trapp family navigate the pressures around them to join Nazi Germany in the 1930s? How will they stand up to an oppressive regime and stand by what they know is right when a choice is not given to them? We will follow Maria and the Von Trapps today as they navigate these journeys. Uh, it is time for our musical fun facts. So, uh, let's see. How do I want to do this? All right, Natalie. Um, did you have yeah, anything interesting to share? Fun facts. I have so many musical cool fun facts. Emma. Thoughts. Um, interesting yeah. takes on this movie. <laughs> so this movie is a nineteen sixty five uh musical film. Um, it's an adaptation of the stage musical The Sound of Music by Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein. And oh, the stage what? musical was Rogers written and in Hammerstein? Wow, who would have guessed? You know what? I actually did not know that this was them. Oh, you didn't know this no, was Rogers? Not and until I read and was like looking up facts. I was like, what? 
Well, I was in A Grand Night for Singing, which is oh, a cabaret mm-hmm. of okay. Rodgers and Hammerstein songs. <laughs> and they had a bunch of songs from this in there. Of course But they, they had did. a dude sing How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria. Ew! Stop! Are you fucking it's kidding actually, me? It's, it's really cute in the context of the show. And the guy that did it was just very precious when he did it. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess if it's respectful so he was of women. But it was it was very respectful, the way okay. that he did it. But it was really cute. He was like a, a confuddled boy in love, all Twitter-pated. That's, that's cute, I guess. <laughs> it was like a little solo, because there were only five people on the show. So basically, so he's like saying solo. the problem is that he is in love with her, even though... She's hard to figure out. Yeah. He can't figure her out. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Which, in, in this movie, uh, no one can figure her out. And then, surprisingly, the captain and her work really well. Because instead of trying to figure her out, he just gives her space to be who she is. And she doesn't try to force him into any of does the boxes. Does he give of the her rest space? The... I think he does. He in some, Not at the beginning. Not at the beginning. At the beginning, she has to be like, love, dude. they do chill the fuck yeah, out yeah no, i don't yeah. think at the beginning he does but by the end of the show i would say their relationship is very progressive for yeah the 30s yeah yeah, yeah. no that's no like for i sure. he almost sees her as an equal by the end that's but very sure true. certainly not at the beginning right right <laughs> um so the film screenplay was written by ernest layman apologies if i pronounced that wrong um, and it was adapted by the stage musical book by Lindsay and Krauss. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was based on the real life story of the Von Trapp family and off of the book, the story of the Von Trapp family singers by Maria Von Trapp herself. Um, Incredible. I know. Isn't it so cool? It's a, it's a true story. Um, so in the same way, she was sent um, to like be a governess to the captain's seven children mm-hmm. in real life. And then um she falls in love with him and um they uh i lost my train <laughs> come back she falls in love with him even though she was like what's the word you're you're you were catholic it's not training what was she doing to be a nun what is that called when you're like not a nun yet um, but you're like chilling there <laughs> i don't know actually i know somebody who okay. did that and i i oh they're no longer in the convent but oh, they're still very Catholic. <clears throat> Snazzy. Um, uh, convent trainee. I'm looking it up. This is how to become a nun dot com. Oh, wow. This is hilarious. She applies to a specific order undergoing an okay. aspirancy. Aspirancy. Yeah, they're saying that this is a two to four week trial where she sees if she is a good fit. Oh, then oh, she's accepted. Like has been doing this then forever. she's accepted into the postulancy, which is where okay. she takes classes. She's like living with them. So I think. Oh wait. Oh my God! There's all these steps. So there's the postulancy, which I think is what Maria was in, where she's like training, like okay. training to become a nun, takes classes, lives with the with lives with them, but then there's also the novitiate who that's when they're assigned like a new name and then you take your first vows and then you take final vows so it's like got it a process i know it's a huge process but i can't imagine so 
Yeah. So before before the novitiate, mm-hmm. she like falls in love with the captain and marries him. And then as the Nazis take over Austria, they like escape through the mountains. So that is all a real right. story. So moving on to the filming of the movie itself, it was filmed in L.A. and in Salzburg. Um, the Von Trapp home exterior, so like the little lake and patio, mm-hmm. was on location. And then the front of the house was also on location at a different house. So the front and the back of the house, different, different. places. That's hilarious. <laughs> Not the same. Everything interior, uh, except for maybe one scene, filmed in Los Angeles. They they okay. actually recreated. So you know the like the back patio balcony, like with the dance scene with like you can see inside yeah. the Venetian ballroom. That was recreated in L.A. of, like, the ballroom of the real house. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. Because they wanted it, like, the continuity. And then they shot the Abbey scenes. Let's see. They shot the Abbey scenes on location, um, like, all the exterior shots. And so, like, in, like, the little, like, gateway entrance. Mm-hmm. And then across, like, the giant courtyard were on location. Um, like, where they sang the song Maria. And then where the children come to the gate and they're like, where's Maria? We miss her. And also the escape scene with the cars. All of that was shot on location. Everything else for the Abbey was recreated and shot in LA. So it's really interesting to see how they like split all of that up. Yeah, that and is then, interesting. Oh, the giant like Coliseum looking thing they're performing in at the end. Mm-hmm. Also, that was a real location that they shot in at night at Salzburg. Real location? It's like a real performance hall. Yeah, they still use it to this day. So, like, when she's, like, out in the field singing The Hills Are Alive, where is that? Also on location. Okay. Um, (laughs) Let's see. I have a note about that somewhere. Let me see if I can dig it up. That scenery is beautiful. I really, actually, I was like, I kind of want to paint it. I was like, this would be such a cool painting to recreate. Yeah. Maybe Honestly, I'll, you maybe I'll do it. maybe I'll do a Von Trapp um series on my Instagram. Yes, I'm so here for or it. Or a sound of music series. That would be cute. Um yeah. so so in that opening number, Julie Andrews writes about it in one of her memoirs and her mm-hmm. second memoir. And she talks about like filming for that day was like awful. It was like so windy and they had to like make some sort of like they had some sort of talks they're having with like the people who own the land or, or whatever. Oh. And by the time they get up there, they reshot that iconic scene of her spinning on the hill like yeah. over and over and over. And she was like just out of shot to like get that giant pan across the mountaintops and down to my body was a helicopter. They're like blasting my voice to lip sync to just off camera on this giant That's fucking hilarious. like speaker system. So it's just so funny how like the shot is so beautiful and picturesque and it was literally like a fucking process <laughs> to like happen That's and like insane. literally just out of frame just breaks the right. entire illusion yeah i'm sure they had to reshoot so and cool. reshoot because they kept accidentally getting it in frame too like i could see that being oh i'm sure yeah. or just like the timing of what was so many moving pieces the timing of one thing is off like like the helicopter is late on the or the cameraman right. on the helicopter is late on the pan or the helicopter jerks or like right. Andrews doesn't spin at right the correct time you know it's like right that would be fucking terrible and they had to hike all the way up to it too i believe that could oh be incorrect God. but i don't think that they could take vehicles up i believe that they had to hike that's crazy um <laughs> yeah so that's rough and all um, of the like stuff they would need to film and to yeah that's insane mm-hmm. Um, so in other, in other research I did, I found out that the real-life Maria Von Trapp came to the Abbey after she graduated from college to be a candidate for the novitiate. 
so after college she came to the the abbey which i wrote down because i was wondering watching the beginning of this i was like how old is maria yeah i have no I fucking know. clue i yeah I, so I didn't that kind of gives like an age frame for her right okay she'd be that our age sense. probably oh my god um <laughs> i know how old do we Can think imagine? mr von trapp is georg 40s georg has got to be in his 40s there's okay. no way he's an attractive man i forgot he is I, I forgot. i'm not incredibly attracted to men but i i think this one is very attractive <laughs> natalie same <laughs> actually i find men to look attractive their personalities however kill That's... that ambiance yeah correct. kill any spark yeah <laughs> no thanks aesthetically so attractive i talked to you in real life no (laughs) i love Um, that we're saying this like this would ever be yeah anyways (laughs) yeah um so also paramount pictures obtained the rights to do this movie uh to do a movie based off the book um so it looked like in my research the original film did not appear to be a musical so this version of the movie never came to fruition that paramount got so it it was going to be uh just like a film and i think this may have been before oscar and hammerstein wrote the musical but i did not write down the dates of these things uh wait i'm sorry who did you just say i said oscar and hammerstein i'm so tired (laughs) rogers and hammerstein (laughs) i was like wait a second this is not right thanks for calling me out of my bullshit um I'm so good at this. Um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I was just way it. too excited about my next point to get words out oh, coherently. I'm so sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. I'm glad you corrected me because that would <laughs> well, that was a dumb mistake. Did you know who they wanted to be Maria in this original film version? Who? Audrey Hepburn. Do you <gasps> know why that's fucking hilarious? Because she can't sing. Well, no, but she can't sing. <laughs> she has sung, no, but be- don't they have to dub it? That's what I read. They did dub it for My Fair Lady. Yeah. But what's funny, Julie Andrews was the original Eliza Doolittle in the stage version of My mm-hmm. Fair Lady. And mm-hmm. when they made the movie, they gave the role of Eliza <gasps> to Audrey Hepburn over her. So then they gave the role. She of... auditioned for it. <laughs> so then years later, Julie Andrews gets the role of Maria. But how this happened, incredible. So Julie Andrews, Audrey Hepburn, audition for My Fair Lady. Audrey Hepburn gets chosen mm-hmm. over Julie Andrews. Mm-hmm big snub everybody was shocked right um but it worked out because she got turned on for this role she went on to do carousel on broadway i believe nope 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 not carousel try again who camelot. is this i think it was camelot julie, uh, julie andrews. andrews went on to okay yes yes okay yes, yes. i think it, i think it was camelot i think she was playing guinevere um she did play guinevere and, i know that yes yeah okay and then walt disney comes backstage one night and it's like you gotta be my fucking mary poppins and she's like I'm going to have a baby. I can't do that. And he said, we'll wait for you. <gasps> Amazing. <laughs> so they waited until after she had her baby and she started doing Mary Poppins. And then Mary Poppins, uh, they were editing it and they were considering Julie Andrews and a handful of other actresses for the role of Maria Von Trapp. And they were like, yo, can we see some of her footage? Because she wasn't a household name at this point, right? Like, yeah. Right. Mary Poppins is what turned her into one. Mary Poppins right. hadn't been released yet, but she was on this list. So they said, can we see some of her footage while you're editing it? Like, can we take a look? And so they like let them see some of Mary Poppins footage. And they were like, we have to sign her right now because like once people realize how talented yeah. she is, we'll never, ever get to sign her. We'll never get her again. There goes my Ooh. earbud. Hold on. Hold, please. I have to put it in without ending the call. 
This thing won't stay in my ear. Yes. Okay. No, you're Our, fine. If you need to push okay, it, we're still it's connected. okay. We'll just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure no, it out. No, that's hilarious. Um, okay. So continue. Yes. Okay. So they saw it and they were like, Miss Andrews, you have to do this role. Right. And then she was like, I don't know. This is a, I don't know if you know this about Julie Andrews. Again, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. <laughs> I know way too much about this woman's life. No, um, please share. <laughs> She had a lot of reservations about accepting this role because she was afraid she was getting pigeonholed into yes, these very sweet I read that. caretaker type roles. Yeah. Okay. Into the nanny and so, role. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was so worried about that happening. And so she found out that like the, the screenwriters for the film were feeling the same way. Like they didn't want her to like come off that way. So she was like, if you're going to work with me on like a different vision for this character, I'll do it. So she yeah. signed. Um. And then she signed into this and then like literally Mary Poppins got released and then she like blew up from there. That's amazing. She's incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so they were also having trouble getting Christopher Plummer to sign on to this okay. as Captain Von Trapp because he was also a little known stage actor in New York City at that point, gotcha. I believe. And they were like, we really want you to do this role. And right. he was like, ah, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, like it's musical, like whatever. Ooh, um, but it pause? was the same kind I've got a. Yeah. Sorry, I had a vehicle in the background and I didn't want it to be like. Oh. Like a ambulance. Sorry. Okay, so um, so they're having trouble getting him. Yeah, so eventually it was the same kind of thing of like, I think he was like, if I can like kind of talk through where this character is going to end up and mm -hmm. we can do some rewrites, I'll do it. So it was like the same thing for yeah, both their leads. That's hilarious. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Also, uh, Christopher Plummer's voice was dubbed in post. That was not him singing. I feel so lied to. <laughs> you know how I feel about that. So I feel wow. so fucking hurt. <laughs> I. Wow. No. He like sang so on sad. set, but then they just stubbed over his voice. They were like, "Yeah, we don't like this." You're <laughs> like, this, "This fucking sucks." <laughs> You're <laughs> trying. Yeah, that's so funny. I actually don't. I don't remember reading how he sounded, but they did. Not no, no, no. I know, I know, I know. We're just talking shit. Yeah. Okay, that's um, great. Okay, and those are all my fun facts because again, I could go on forever and ever and ever yes. about this musical and about julie andrews so i'm going to pass it off to you now please tell us about these actors okay um so i'm just gonna do a quick overview of everyone because obviously there's a lot um seven so children um just kidding i actually at one point wanted seven children i remember this i don't think that that's I was really where i'm at anymore um okay producer director is robert wise um, so he, some of his credits include Until They Sail, Two Flags West, This Could Be the Night, Odds Against Tomorrow, The Day the Earth Stood Still, West Side Story, Two for the Seesaw, and both West Side Story and Two for the Seesaw, along with Sound of Music, were movie musicals that he adapted from the stage versions. So he has Got a lot it. of work knowing how to do that. Let him go. Um couple other things. Audrey Rose, The Hindenburg, A Storm in the Summer, and Star Trek. <gasps> wow. I, I know. love that. So he's got a great variety of experience. Okay, next is Rodgers and Hammerstein, The Beloveds. Um, I think they're known for quite, quite a few. Everything? Uh, yeah, a lot. <laughs> so I only yeah. listed a few. I did not... I thought I listed more than this, but um, as 
I was going to say, as everyone knows, but probably not everyone. Rogers and Hammerstein um, are very popular for Oklahoma, Carousel, South Pacific, The King and I. Um, what's that other one that I didn't write down? Oh, Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Oh, Julie Andrews was in the televised version of yes. Cinderella. Amazing. The original one. Yeah. Yes. And so she worked with them before. There also is a Rodgers and Hammerstein version where with um, this is my favorite. Like we literally watch this all the time growing up. My favorite version with Whitney Houston and Brandy and uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Have you seen that version? It's the best version. I have. It really is the best. It's so so good. (laughs) I love that version. And Oh, Bernadette Peters, she's in it too. It's just so good. Fucking it's a Bernadette stellar Peters. cast. I'm like, how did more people not see this? Because it was my favorite. Um, yeah. So those are some credits uh, for Rogers and Hammerstein. Uh, next on the roster, Ernest Lehman. Lehman? I Lemon? have no idea. I, I don't know. <laughs> the writer? Yes. Okay. He was the um, writer so of Ernest, the screenplay. Ernest Lehman. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, we don't know how to say his name. We should have looked Ernest up before Lemon, end, but we're here Lehman, now. the writer not for Lemon, this. Not Liz Lemon. Okay. The writer for this. Um, he has been nominated for six different Academy Awards, and he won, like, oh, or he was, they awarded him an honorary one for all of his contributions, but he's never actually won one. He's just been nominated for a ton. That sucks. So I know, crazy. Um, but some of his credits include Hello Dolly, The King and I, West Side Story, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, Sabrina. So he's got some great credits under his belt. Yeah, sounds like it. But anyways, those are some credits for um Ernest Lehman. Oh no. <gasps> I don't know why that happened. Okay, um, final person not in the cast. Uh, our group, um, Lindsay and Krauss were the original writers of the stage version. Just wanted to give them some quick credit. Um, they were also involved in Anything Goes, State of the Union, and the original production of Arsenic and Old Lace. That's cool. Yes. thought that was very interesting. So that's them. Uh, let's start off with our amazing actors and actresses. Um, first on the roster... The one and only Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. So Julie Andrews is actually considered one of the last surviving actresses um, from the golden age of Hollywood. Oh, my God. I saw I read this in Wikipedia. That makes sense. So. Well, yeah, because Angela Lansbury just passed away and she'd mm-hmm. be among those two. Right. I think. Right. Yeah. Well. She did more musicals, though, than movies, didn't she? Anyways. But so Julie Andrews, um, she's won countless awards. Um, Tonys, Emmys, Grammys, Academy Awards, like all of them. Um, I I didn't want to like it was going to take forever to list everything that she's won. But um, she's also considered like she was nominated as a Disney legend. Um, I guess that's like some award from Disney. That they gave her or recognition. Incredible. Um, so actually, she was the youngest ever performer for a royal variety performance, performing for King George and Queen Elizabeth at age 13. 
So that's okay, one of her yeah. youngest credits. Yeah. Um, but she did a lot of stage performance in her early years. Um, mm-hmm. She was in – let's see. She has – oh, I already said that. Um, a couple of the shows she was in were Up the Pole and Educating Archie. Um, she also has credits in, of course, My Fair Lady, the stage version, um, originating mm-hmm. that role. She was in Ro- the TV version of Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Poppins. She was in a movie called The Americanization of Emily. Sound oh, of yes, I've heard about this. Yeah. So I guess that she chose to do that role because she felt like she was getting pigeonholed into that nanny character so that's that why she took the on the sex scene that was went really i awkwardly. don't have no idea what the plot is about but i think it okay. like took her away from that like classic like nanny role right. that she kept playing yeah um a couple other credits thoroughly modern millie the movie god i fucking love mm-hmm. that um we we've talked about how i love that show um victor and Vic- victor victoria Princess yes. Diaries. Love. Um, and then, of course, this is something I have to list because it was one of my faves as a kid. Eloise at the Plaza. <laughs> Which I still have not seen. I need to watch Which it. Which she was also a nanny for that one. But it's spot Great. on. Yeah. Oh, and then let's just give some credit. She did narrate for Enchanted and for Bridgerton. She did. She also is the narrator in uh I at Disneyland, I believe. They have like a a hall of like Disney shit. I don't know, like history, original drawings, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And she like narrates like your little journey through that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I so love her. You know, this woman is incredible. One also thing to note, like, interesting fact about her, she had a botched vocal surgery in 1997. So actually for a really long time, she would not sing on camera because um, she did not have, like, a singing voice for a little bit. Um, so two things about that. One, Victor Victoria was her last show on Broadway. So she did the movie, and then she went and did the Broadway show. And um, it was after that show that her voice uh, – went away um and two when she sang in the princess diaries 2 with mia and her friends that was the first time she had the sang first on camera time. she said that yes. she cried yes i remember reading that i was like i i didn't want to say because i was like i don't know if this is actually true or if i'm just making it up but yeah i think that's so she cool. wrote about it in her memoir yeah that i think i think i remember reading that so yeah 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 so cool i love her um okay next on to georg von trapp Christopher Plummer. Um, so Christopher Plummer has received two Tony Awards based on um, different stage roles that yeah, he's had. A uh, couple of his credits include Stage Struck, Wind Across the Everglades, Sound of Music, The Fall of the Roman Empire, All the Money in the World, Malcolm X, A Beautiful Mind, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and Knives Out. He's in Knives Out? Yeah, I guess so. Apparently. I don't know. I've not seen it, but I didn't know that. That's cool as fuck. I know. I'm like trying to figure out who he was. He might have. Is he the one that died? I don't know. Because obviously he he would be. I don't know. I've not seen it. Yeah, he would. He would obviously be obviously be a lot older. And I don't know who he was. But yeah. Um, Okay. On to the children. Shall we start with Liesl? I'm going to go in um, birth order. Okay, so okay, Liesl Von Trapp, that. she's played by Charmaine Carr. 
Um, both of her sisters are also actually actually actresses. Um, but Aww. she was actually studying to be a doctor and her mom arranged this audition. And when she got the role, she was like, I think my mother would um, much prefer me acting. Or like, she was like, I didn't even tell my parents that I quit school, but I think my mother would much prefer me to be an actress than to be oh like God. studying or something. <laughs> what the opposite of literally every other parent in America. Right, right. Um. Okay, so other roles of things she's been in um take take her she's mine and then evening primrose those are the two other credits i found <gasps> on her wait like the steven sondheim tv musical evening primrose uh, mm, i think that's what it's called i think that I'm is sure. her oh my that's god amazing. Wait. it's so fucking weird I'm sorry, this is a sidebar, but now that you brought it up, I have to mention it. Yeah. Um, Okay, so basically the whole premise of it is this man is done with society and um, decides that he wants to um, quit participating. So he decides, I'm going to live in an department store. Um, I'll have everything that I need. And during the day, I'll just hide. And then at the night, I'll just like wander around and live in the department store, whatever. Um, So he sneaks into like the department store to do this, finds out there's a whole fucking cult (gasps) that already does this. And they pose as mannequins during the day. Stop. And then they live in the store at night. Um, And he falls in love with this young woman. She's the youngest person there. Uh, as they're talking, they found out she was left at the store as a 10-year-old, and they were going oh. to kill her, I think. It's been a long time since what? I watched this. Um, yeah, because they couldn't let her go back to her mom because she'd talk about the cult, and then they'd get found out, and they'd have to leave. Right. And this was, like, all of their homes. Um, not saying it's okay, but that was, like, their justification right. For, right. for murder. exactly. Um, so instead, <laughs> one of them, like, advocated <laughs> to, like, take her in, and so they kept her there, and she's 18 now. So she's been there for, like, that long. Um, like, eight years he, of mm-hmm. course, falls in love with her. And she's like, tell me what it's like living outside. And he's like, the world is a terrible, awful place. And then, like, they end up falling in love. And he's like, we'll run away together. Um, but, like, you can't leave the cult. They murder mm-hmm. you if you leave the cult because mm-hmm. they don't want their secrets out. So they're going to sneak out of the department store. They get fucking caught. They <gasps> murder them, stuff their bodies, and turn them into mannequins and put them in the display window as the bride and the groom. <gasps> Wait a fucking second i think i've seen this now that you tell me the end i don't know if you've seen it because it's steven sondheim's first music first first full musical i think he wrote it for tv and it's very hard to find on youtube but i feel like i've, I've probably told you about it before i'm it's so pretty sure weird. i've seen that scene at least the end oh, okay. scene okay yeah that makes sense i have like yeah. a memory of it oh that's so fucked that's insane <laughs> it may have been me in college <laughs> when maybe he came it was to visit for summer maybe theater was. and Trent yeah. was making me sing a song from that Oh, my God. Do you remember staying in the dorms with Devin and I? I, yes, I do. Yep. <laughs> you and Tia came up and we all stayed together and then we went and had breakfast the next day. Yes, that was fun. That was that for was Devin's fun. birthday. Anyways, that's yeah. a total sidebar, but that's Evening Primrose and she was <sighs> a young woman in that. Okay, yeah. Um, crazy. Um, but after that, she actually left show business. Um <gasps> She had four children, if I'm remembering correctly, and she actually became – she owned an interior design firm. Um, she actually died in 2016. Um, okay. Next to the list, next to the children is Frederick, um, played by Nicholas Hammond. He's best He's known for this role and for the role, get ready, of okay. Peter Parker in the Spider-Man 1970s TV series. That's cool. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a so TV there, series. Yeah, and after that, there was um, they were not American made films, but they had okay. uh, Spider Man films made. Um, I it didn't specify where they were made. It just said not in the U.S. Um, theatrical films is what it said. So I don't know what oh, that fun. means, but yeah. Anyway, so um, that those are his best known roles. Other roles include Lord of or Lord of Lord of the Flies, I think. Oh, like the But the I movie? think it Yeah, he was in that movie, but I'm sorry, it auto-corrected to Lord of the Lies. Oh. <laughs> so I just got confused. Um so Lord of the Flies, he was in Conduct, Unbecoming, Skyjacked. Um he played a recurring role in General Hospital for a couple of seasons, Magnum PI, and Murder She Wrote. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Brigida was played by Angela Margaret Cartwright. Um, she was also in the Linda Williams and Danny Thomas show, Lost in Space. Um, and then now she and Sarah Fishburne publish a biannual journal called Pistachio Quartz. I think that's how what, you pronounce it. What is that about? I have no idea. Actually. You have no idea. Oh, okay. I did not look that up. Should I look it up? Let's keep moving. We are so, we've been recording for a minute, but I am curious. I'll look it up in, in our free time. Okay. It's an art zine, apparently. <laughs> I fucking love okay. that. Okay. Moving on. Kurt. <laughs> Kurt, is that right? Yeah, Kurt. Okay. Kurt is played by Dwayne Chase. Um, he, Dwayne is actually now a software engineer. Um, the Get only it. other roles he played, he had a small role in Follow Me Boys, and then he played Danny Matthews in The Big Valley. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's killing it as a software engineer nowadays. Probably um, pays more than living gig to gig. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Um, so Louisa, she was played by Heather Menzies. Um, she was a TV series regular on, or she was in the TV series. I don't know if she was a regular, uh, Logan's Run, Farmer's Daughter, Alias Smith and Jones, Marcus Welby, Hawaii, How Sweet It Is, James Dean, and Captain America. Um, also fun fact, uh, Heather Menzies was featured in a Playboy magazine, Oh, my God. Incredible. <laughs> but what's kind of fucked about it, I'm pretty sure that I read this, that oh no. they, like, based her Playboy shoot off of her character in The Sound of Music. I retract my incredible. That's fucking disgusting. Promoting some really fucked ideas. <clears throat> but, I, I mean, yeah, you know, love yourself and show off that body if that's what you desire that's what you want just maybe not in a pedophilic way you know she probably didn't have a choice in that oh no no it definitely i'm not i'm not putting that on her it was the men of playboy playboy playbill lol playboy (sighs) anyways yeah um i thought that was very interesting though okay next on the list marta 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 Marta? von trab (laughs) played by debbie turner (laughs) 
I was about to say Marta Debbie Turner, and that would not be correct. <laughs> Marta was it. played by Debbie Turner. Um, she doesn't actually have any other um, film credits. She okay. has made a couple of appearances on The Oprah Winfrey Show. But other than that, she's living the regular life. Love that for her. I think. <laughs> I don't actually know. I didn't know really give much info. <laughs> um, okay, so Gretel. Gretel was played by Kim Carreth. She started acting at the age of four. Um, her credits include Spencer's Mountain, The Thrill of It All, Good Neighbor Sam. Apparently, she um, she says that she hates water because, um, according to Wikipedia or whatever article they're basing this off of, she almost drowned in the boat scene in The Sound of Music. Oh, my God. Or she had some sort of, like, traumatic experience. Yeah. Well, she was so little. Like, well, well, okay, so watching that scene, like, I was freaking out for all of them, even though I've seen this movie before. Like, thinking about that, like, really happening. And I noticed that um, Louisa, I think, scoots tiny little Gretel right up out of the water Mm -hmm. and, like, carried her out. And she, like... She looked panicked the whole time Louise right. was staring out of the water. Right. So, like, yeah. I could see that scene being traumatizing for, what, a five-year-old? Right. She was probably, like, four or five. And it was probably scary for her to, like, fall in, even if she knew it was right. coming. Like, Right. Because she, yeah. she probably could not swim, like, realistically. Yeah. No, she couldn't. Yeah. yeah the, she yeah. said she couldn't. So, anyways, um, that's actually – that's everyone. Um, All right. So, let's move on to the plot. Let's do it. Let's – do it oh we can do it um okay (laughs) so we open with the prelude and the sound of music the iconic opener um we open on the austrian countryside uh let's see oh i had a note to go find my book summary about how awful it was to film this but i'm not gonna go find my book hold please um oh no finn is very upset oh he was sad that the cat was in the other room realized i guess the cat was locked in the bathroom and i didn't know it but he's been sitting here for over an hour and like just realized she was in there so i'm glad that he told me so i could get her out it's so cute though (laughs) he was like like, hello come on my sister she's locked in here (laughs) yeah he's like really i want to harass the cat let her out um yeah we're back we're good everyone's fine at my house okay so I don't remember, like, watching this, like, all of the musical interlude before Maria starts singing. Like, I always just remembered it starting with the shot yeah. of her spinning. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so we, like, build to this tiny little woman spinning in the hills, and we get the iconic, I'm not going to sing it for you, the hills are alive with the, the sound of music. The hills are alive <laughs> with it's the so sound good. of music. Obviously, much better. Obviously, it's Julie Andrews. None of us can do that. No, um, no, um, guys. I think I'm better than it. Julie Andrews. Come on. We're gonna have to have a talk offline after this. Joking, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Andrews is a queen. And I'm not gonna try to um, compare. Yeah. So she's like weaving through the trees as she's singing, and it suddenly made me think of the really terrible Carrie Underwood version of this they did for NBC Live. Did you ever see that? I actually did not. Just don't. It's not it worth your bad. brain space. But Laura Benanti was in it as um the 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 fiance from Vienna. Who was in and it? And she was incredible. Laura Benanti. Benanti. Oh oh. You know who this is? 
I can't think of a yeah. single role suddenly. She's the, the vanilla ice cream girl from yeah. She Loves Me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's cool. But she's incredible in that role. Let's see. Yeah, Carrie Underwood as... As Maria Von Trapp. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. Was it a little, like, cringe trying to put a country spin on it? Or what What was no, it? Pop no, spin? it's... It's more that Carrie Underwood can't act. Oh, okay. Yep, that's fair. It's uh-huh. really funny to me sometimes when, like, just because you have a voice, like, just because you have the vocals doesn't mean you can fucking act. And I also don't think she has the vocals for this. Yeah, like incredible sorry. voice, but very different voice. Yeah. You're not Maria Von Trapp. <laughs> like, why was that the only name they could come up with? Like... <laughs> Like when I they mean, needed I'm a sure big name was... to star. Come on. I have no idea why it was her. Interesting. Um, interesting choice. Very cringy. Uh, all the NBC live musicals make interesting choices. Yeah, so. they do. They do. That's true. Um, I wrote, I cannot get over how beautiful all of the nature is that they are in. Like that little shot of the stream and like Maria like stepping over the rocks or whatever. And like the grass is just so fucking green and I'm just like obsessed. Everything is dead here right now. And I just like yeah. want to be in the mountains where yeah. everything is oh alive. Oh my God. It Ugh. just looked so refreshing. Like just, I was yeah. just like, ah, yeah. I know. And then <laughs> my last note I have about the song before Maria runs back to the Abbey, I wrote, so this is what people did before the internet, huh? Just stood outside on the hills in the grass. Singing. No. A concept. That's hilarious. Honestly, I don't remember what I did before the internet was a part of my life. I mean, the internet's always been a part of my life, but I mean in the terms of like smartphones and like YouTube on my television kind of shit. I know. It's crazy. I read a lot more. (laughs) Yeah. I was really good at like entertaining myself. I can't do that anymore. I need to be better about that. For sure. Same. So anyways, she finishes her song and then, oh no. A bell tolls and she is like, oh shit. Like, obviously, she is late to something. So right. she goes racing off screen to the Abbey. Um, we find out that she is in the process of becoming a nun. Sorry mm-hmm. about the sound, it was my dog. Uh, we cut to the Abbey and we see the nuns like singing some beautiful hymn or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the aesthetic of like the church is very pretty too. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then someone comes in and is like, we can't find Maria. Um, and all the other nuns are like, of course you can't. Like, Maria is a fucking problem. And, like, you can tell that Maria is not right. the fan favorite at the Abbey. <laughs> they're like, she, I think they, I think they're like, you know, she's got a great personality, but she's not a good fit for a nun. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have the discipline to do this. Like, right. she's got a good heart. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so then they, then Mother Abbas is, Mother, yeah, Mother Abbas is like, y'all chill. Like, like, you're being a little harsh. Right. Like, what, what do we, what do we think of Maria? And then we break into the song. How do you solve a problem like Maria? Forgot this song was even in this musical. Can I be honest? Are you kidding me? I fucking love this song. I don't know how I forgot, but yeah, I was like, oh my God. I know. It's so good. Let's see. Oh, when whoever it was, I didn't write down which which one it was. She's like, she's not an asset to the Abbey. And I was like, that makes me sad, though, because like she's really trying her best. I don't know. As someone who like wasn't always good at like all the church stuff when I worked on Mm -hmm. staff at a church Mm -hmm. and got like kicked out of things or like asked to not be a part of things. 
because I couldn't commit fully, I was always sad. Natalie, you know, there's a difference between working for a church and trying to be a nun. I I know, but I'm it's very different. But I I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that. (laughs) But it's like being a nun is like a whole different level of fucking commitment. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, like it's just like. It's not like your entire life is being a nun. It's not just a career, you know, and like you obviously your experience with the church, like it was just your career. So, yeah, you couldn't commit because you had other things going on and maybe they wanted it to just be your entire fucking life. Oh, they did. And I wasn't willing to let it be that, which was part of the issue. Let's see. Uh, Oh, 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 oh. So there's this there's this one nun that (laughs) I don't remember how she got to this point in the song, but she's like, I like Maria when I'm with her. I'm confused and like bemused and whatever. And I saw a TikTok that was like, I think the nun that said this is actually gay and just doesn't know. She's gay. Oh, fuck. Yes. That's amazing. We love it. There's such a history. Please send that to me if you find it again. If I can find it, I will. But there is, oh like, God. such a history of, like, lesbians being nuns or, like, using, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, being a nun to escape from things. Uh, which, which is, is hilarious because I, I really think that the Catholic Church is, like, no, that's not a no, thing. No, that doesn't happen. That's no. not real. <laughs> We're no, ignoring all the mountains committed. of letters. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> hey, if you're that brainwashed in your head, you could just be, like, oh, uh, we're just having, like, we're not doing anything bad. This isn't sex. It's like um, Ann Lister's monologue right? in, in um, Gentleman Jack where she's like, what men do, it's it's wrong and it's a sin because the Bible says so. But what we do, it's our God-given nature. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Crazy. that one. Crazy. Which, fuck that. That's not <laughs> accurate at all. But um, Right. No, it's fine for it's everyone hilarious. to be No, no. Yeah, I know. That's not what you were saying. Um, <laughs> I know, but I'm just clarifying everyone, our stance on this. We if want it's more not gays, clear. No. <laughs> the gay agenda. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't, make, don't make people mad. We don't need the straights coming for us. Hey, the straights can come for me. I'll fend them off. I don't have enough arm strength to fight them. (laughs) I'm here for the gay agenda. Just kidding. Just kidding. Nobody's manipulating anyone into being gay. Everyone just already is gay. Okay. Come on. It's just who you are. I fully believe it's a spectrum. Oh, also that. I think that like, that's a, that's a very nuanced conversation though, but. Um, I think that there is like a spectrum of I am only one attracted to like one type of gender or one type of person and then other people can oh, be in the Oh, for middle. sure. Yeah. 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 But yeah, um, there's a whole yeah, yeah, anyways, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> moving we love on, the gay nun. About that all day. We're um here we for love her. the gay nun. Um so I I did write I don't like how much repressing that she's like a child, a girl. Like we're kind of like infantilizing her. I think it's how you say that word. A little bit and the only reason why like it's already kind of weird because you can tell she's a like a grown-ass adult but the other thing that's weird is like she ends the movie married to a much older man so it feels weird that we're like Hmm. pressing on this at the top of the musical yeah that's a very interesting perspective I actually did not um pick up on that necessarily I think probably the reasoning behind it is more along the lines of like oh, she's, like, just still has that childlike um, outlook on life. She's still, like, a young woman, like, trying to figure out who she is. But, yeah, I totally get – it is a kind of weird nuance. um, She's young, she's naive, whatever. 
right but just knowing when it was written and the fact that like that kind yeah. of discourse wasn't openly uh talked about it i makes wonder me feel a little icky do you know how old the real maria von trapp was well she was out of college remember so oh okay okay would have been in her 20s okay okay that's fair that's right she, we said that. she came to the abbey yeah i was like um hmm. Hmm. So as they finish the song where they're complaining about how Maria is always late and never follows any of the rules, in comes sprinting Maria mm-hmm. um, in mm-hmm. her um, gowns. I don't know. What's the, her what is, robes? Oh what God. is the technical term? I for think what I she's would wearing? say robes. That's okay. what they call it for the priests. But let me look it up because no, I don't want to like, be inaccurate. It's not the same thing as, as priests' robes. What are... The habit. The habit. Yes. So she's in like full habit, but she's still holding like the the headpiece. And she comes bolting in and then runs right past the nuns, freezes, does a like Mm -hmm. a classic like freeze double take, realizes they're all staring at her late. She did not sneak in like she had hoped. So then she just rolls her eyes and (laughs) walks off of frame. That's so funny. (laughs) So fucking good. Um and then she comes in, so we cut to Maria waiting outside of um, Mother Abbas's office and she's like waiting. She comes and apologizes to her. She's like, Reverend Mother, I'm so sorry. Um, she's like, I just had to be outside today. It was so beautiful. And like the mountain was like calling to me. Um, mm-hmm. And then she is like talking about the outdoors and she she says something like the mountains are what led me to you. Like she had like overlooked the abbey and like saw them all while she was like wandering outside and realized like she wanted to join this life. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, I'm so bad at it. Like I can't follow the rules. I sing all of the time even when I'm not supposed to. And like <laughs> like basically she's like, I can't just be like a demure young lady. Like right. I'm outspoken and I talk before I think and I sing all the time. And Mother Abbas is like chill. <laughs> like, she's like, okay, babe, come on. Let's let's reel back yeah. in a little. Like, yeah. yeah. And then she she says, just because you saw us in the Abbey and wanted to join us didn't mean you were prepared for what this life would entail. Right. Which I love that because I I think of that concept in a lot of ways in my life of like you think about this thing or like make this decision, but you don't fully realize how it's going to impact you until you're in the middle of it. Like that was just such a relatable like sentiment. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What is the dog doing? Hold on. He asked You're to fine. go outside and I ignored him. Oh, I don't want to pee on the carpet. So we may need to take like, it shouldn't take long, like the shortest of bathroom breaks. That's fine. What is happening outside? You're Just people getting pissed. Road rage. So we're back. Maria and Mother Abbas are having a whole talk. And Maria's like, I'm really trying my best. But yeah. <laughs> Mother Abbas says... I think it's God's will to send you away for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're fucking sick of you. Keyword. Right? Like, uh, translation. The subtext. God didn't really have anything to do with this. Uh, we just need you to go somewhere else for a while We're and reevaluate your life. Yeah. We need some time away. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, everyone. Christians will say it's God's will to do things sometimes, and God has nothing to do with it. Oh, manipulation? Oh, gaslighting? Not the that Christians. That would never happen. But sometimes I'd use that to my advantage whenever I'd start uh, going on dates with boys and then I realized I was going to have to actually date them and I didn't want to and I didn't know why, but I never wanted to date them. And so then I'd be like, it's God's will. Oh my God, <laughs> that Natalie. That don't that's date. I never dated anybody super <laughs> Never actually, even fucking prayed about it. <laughs> I was not super religious by the time I started dating people, so. Well, 
freshman year I was. You know what? Maybe I, I didn't really I, okay. date people, but anyways, moving on. Okay, yeah. So Speaking of on, religious uh, trauma, do we think Maria von Trapp has this? Okay, anyways. It was anyways, God's will for uh, her to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether or not that's actually true, debatable. Um, so Mother Abbas is like, uh, we need to make sure that you, you – know, she says, you need to step away and make sure that you are ready for this life. Um, and she's like, goodbye. You're going to go be a governess for Captain Von Trapp and his seven children. Um, and she's like, he can't keep a governess. And she's like, why? And Mother Abbas does not answer the question. Um, mm-hmm. And so Maria's like, okay, the answer is that his kids are assholes. Um, but nobody tells Maria this. Right. I mean, they are. They get better, but well, they're not they're, kind. Yeah, at first, they're assholes. Yeah. I mean, I also, mean they have honestly, a lot of fair though. Let's take a second. Like, they say it in the movie, but like their parent, their mom died, and then their dad turned into just like a literal fucking like soldier naval was captain like, yeah. trying to like make his kids behave as if they were two in the military do you know the kind of emotional stunting that would do to a child like well right because what i can imagine i had this note for when this conversation happens but we can talk about it now within that conversation with the housekeeper and maria uh the mm-hmm. housekeeper says anything that reminded him of his wife he pushed away including mm-hmm. his children mm-hmm. Inclu- so so that implies that they were once close and like seeing the way right. that they sing together and do music that implies that they once did that regularly and like yeah. he was once a loving and caring and close father and could you imagine losing your mother and then when you have your father like the person you need the most in this as a child he fucking like mm-hmm. gives you the cold shoulder and like you don't yeah. get any emotional support from him and he pushes you away like mm-hmm. it would be traumatizing horrible it would make yeah, the loss so, so much greater yeah like these kids had no one to process their loss with but each other and right. their kids they shouldn't have to do that no. so of course of course they're ill-behaved <laughs> they got yeah. a lot of shit going on and no one is giving them space to process it and no one is telling them how they can move on past it no one is giving them help right exactly right yeah so anyways, Maria goes off with a guitar and her bag and sings. I'm not going to lie. I love so many songs. This musical, this might be my favorite song. Um, so we sing I Have Confidence. This is in my rep book. I have used it in auditions before. That song is so cute. I honestly, watching her perform that was so adorable. Like I love her little like quirky walk and like the way that she like, yeah, it's really cute. It's so cute. I think that her outfit, I would wear that. No, wait, I I don't know if it was in this one. Oh, okay. I mean, this is the one the captain insults, but I liked her outfit with the giant sun hat. I just loved the the giant sun hat. And honestly, I kind of, I did, the fabric was boring, but I like her outfits in basically the whole thing, except for the habit. (laughs) Yeah, fair. (laughs) Um... So basically the gist of the song, she's like going to start a new adventure and she's like, I'm scared, but Mm -hmm. like, I don't have to be scared. I can have confidence in myself. I can have confidence in like the things that I can trust around me. Um, I can do this. Like, I'm going to show them that like, I'm going to prove myself to them that I can be a good governess. Like she's, excuse me, like talking herself up this whole song. And she's like walking through Salzburg, gets on a bus, goes to get out of the bus. She gets out with the guitar case sideways and gets the guitar stuck in the door, Mm -hmm. which I thought was adorable. Mm -hmm. Um, And then starts doing this cute little walk, skip down the road to the Von Trapp's house. Um, That guitar case is empty. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> it, it does doesn't look... move like they put anything inside of yeah. it. Yeah. Like there's no weight in there. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. did look like it was pretty it was moving pretty fast for yes. for a filled guitar case. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in there. Um okay, last fun fact about the song. So she freezes outside the gate, goes into the Von Traps and like has uh-huh. this big kind of like musical harumph yes. and starts like running up to the door. She trips. Yes. The trip was not scripted. <gasps> that was a complete and total accident that was really charming and they left it in the final I, scene. No, and I loved that part. I thought it was so endearing. <laughs> I know, and it like perfectly reflects her personality, right? Like she's yeah. charging ahead and then immediately right. trips, but like gets up and keeps going. Like, right? It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I also love like she gets up to the door. Oh, and this is when she's at the gate, and she goes, "Oh, help!" I know. <laughs> it's so cute. It's also so cute. Like every time she finishes a song, she's like so out of breath, and she's just like. <laughs> oh. <sighs> and it's just so cute. Miss <laughs> Andrews does not mark. <laughs> she goes full out for everything. Yeah, she Sorry. does. Sorry, Dame she does. Andrews. My bad. Dame, yes. Very Come important. on, Natalie. <laughs> um, so she rings the doorbell, meets the butler. We don't like him. He's a Nazi. Um, he's oh. not impressed with her. He's a Nazi? Yeah. I didn't finish it, so. Oh, it's kind of implied throughout, like, he oh. disagrees with the captain's, like, decisions to not go along with the Nazis. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe um, I missed that. Is he the one that fine. they yell at at the party? No, that's a different guy, right? No, that's a different guy. That's uh, Okay, okay. I was like, well, maybe Zeller. I got that wrong. Okay, okay. No, the butler Anyways, just makes the Butler, butler makes is a comments. Nazi, so, yeah. yeah. Um, we don't like him. Okay. We don't like him. Cool. Uh, he also does not like uh, Julie Andrews, so immediate red flag. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. come on, God. Um, but she walks into this gorgeous estate, is shocked. I mean, if you were coming from living in an it's abbey ins- with, like, I mean, minimalists to, like, that gorgeous house. Yeah, it's insane. I'd be it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, and the butler is like, don't go anywhere. And she, ex- like, immediately starts immediately, wandering around. yeah. <laughs> Which is, I um, love that. I love the nosiness. Mm-hmm. She's so excellent as a character. Um, <laughs> so she starts going through closed doors. Ma'am, that's so bold. I know. Um, I know. I was like, wow, five seconds in and you're just like walking through the house, taking Like your- what, if, what if? I mean, yeah, someone was locked your doors, though, if you really wanted some privacy. Fair. I guess it's the 50s. So you would like expect somebody to knock. It's the 30s, so definitely. Oh, the third. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm thinking when yeah. it was filmed, right? Right. Okay. Well, it was made in the 60s. Um, God, I can't get anything right today. Together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, anyways, um, so she makes her way into this ballroom and just, like, is in awe of it. I mean, it's gorgeous. And you could tell it's not been used in forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love they cut all music for the scene. It is completely silent. It is just her footsteps in mm-hmm. the hall, wandering around, and then she starts to like pretend to dance with someone. It's very charming. It's so cute. And then all of a sudden, the doors just fucking burst open, and it's Captain Von Trapp, and he is pissed that she is in the ballroom. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. says, there are certain rooms that are not to be disturbed. <laughs> yeah. Which they did tell her not to do that. So I mean, he didn't have to be a dick. But didn't have to be a dick, but I mean, I get it. <laughs> Somebody's wandering through your house. 
Yeah, and it makes him think yeah. of his wife. So now I had to go in a room, and now he's exactly. sad about her. Of course, right? Of course, yeah. Trauma. Um, I mean, immediately, even though he's yelling at her, she seems very taken by him. Yeah. Um, and what what is this? Oh, he's like, you have to change clothes before you meet the children. Like, you look terrible. <laughs> And he's like, because uh, he asks him about where he got her clothes. And she's like, I got them from the Abbey. And then uh, it's like the clothes you're going to donate to the poor. And he asks like something about like, what about this dress? And she goes, the poor didn't want this one. The poor didn't want this one. <laughs> well, my thing is, what about the dress she was wearing at the start of uh, the movie? The black I think with it was, like the little apron. I think it was part of her habit. Oh. The apron, maybe not. But I think the dress okay. was part of her habit. Okay. So I think well, that's why it did not fair. come with her. Yeah. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, so then the captain informs her the last governess only lasted two hours. She said, "What's wrong with the children?" <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> like, said, hmm. "There's hmm. nothing wrong with the children. Only the governesses." And it's like, mm, probably. It's not funny that he's still so defensive, even though right. like he's such a like drill sergeant to his kids. Yeah, and like emotionally distant. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also it's a pride thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. This yeah. man at this point especially is very prideful because literally um, he's like running his household like he's still like the Navy captain mm-hmm. and he gives her he says something to her very commanding and she goes, yes, sir. And he just like fucking glares at her. <laughs> she's so sassy. Um, she just like knows how to. Yeah, she's just got that comedic like streak. She's yeah, just and let's like the mood, no you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if the thought comes in my head, I'm going to act on it, whether or not it's a good idea. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um. So then, even though the captain is like, you have to change before you meet the children, she still meets the children. Yeah, uh, I know. Now. Literally immediately. So, yeah, yeah. The plot must move forward, I guess. Uh, oh, it's because she doesn't have anything. She has to make her clothes. Right. That's, what that's it is. true. That's true. Um, yeah. Ooh, almost knocked over my droid. So then all the kids march in downstairs and introduce themselves name by name uh he like has a whistle a specific whistle blow for each one of them. yeah he calls his children with a whistle that's insane fucking gross um <laughs> the captain is like here's the whistle you will learn those and you will whistle at my children and she um she's like no uh, i won't yeah and she's like no i won't and then he's like and here's your whistle and she was like uh i will never answer to a whistle no and he starts doing this crazy ass fucking like whistle tone it's like multi and she's like no 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 No. honestly let's be real she's probably like i can't fucking listen to this all day no she's like i'm not a dog i'm not gonna fucking answer yeah so uh, yeah she says that she's like uh i'm not a dog yeah um and then he says were you this much trouble at the abbey and she says oh much more sir yeah he leaves uh very confused by this woman and then she blows the whistle at him as he walks away oh my god he is shook he turns around like pissed what yeah she says excuse me sir i don't know your signal (laughs) (laughs) the sass we love it i love her so much Okay, anyways, I'm not going to go blow by blow like this for every scene. I just love this introduction yeah, to no, Maria and the captain. I think it's incredible. Um, so all the kids leave there laughing at their dad, which he also doesn't like. So they wait till he leaves. They bust out laughing. She introduces herself to all the children a bit more casually and less like a drill sergeant. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They try to trick her into getting the names wrong, but she's a smart gal. And she's like, mm, you all are lying to me. Um immediately tells them I've never been a governess. That was a bad idea um, because the children – 
immediately try to get her to fail. I think that she like is trying to be like get on their level and be like, yeah, you know, right. it's her way of connecting. But yeah, these kids are just like, oh, yeah, you've never been a governess. Let's fuck with you. <laughs> but yeah, they say like- obvious things that are like obviously not allowed. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like, she knows it's not a good idea. But right. um, then the kids all go to leave, and uh, Maria goes to be shown to a room by the housekeeper, and as she's walking up the stairs, there's a fucking frog in her pocket. When they all, like, surrounded her to, like, tell her mm-hmm. all the shit mm-hmm. um, that she should do wrong, they put a frog in her pocket, mm-hmm. and the housekeeper said, they like you. They they put a snake in Fräulein Helga's pocket. Mm-hmm. Like, can so. you imagine I would fucking die? Well, I guess that's probably why Fräulein Helga only lasted two hours. Probably. She said, got, got a blast. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot do she this. She was like, no. Um, if a kid did that to me, I'd be like, I'm fucking out. Like, no. I would also quit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Maria's late to dinner with the family. And immediately the kids prank her. She sits on a pine cone, makes this very mm-hmm. loud sound because it was very startling and uncomfortable. But she doesn't rat the kids out. Mm-hmm. Um, she like covers for them and why she yeah. did that. And the kids are like, this is weird. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> she says, shouldn't we thank the Lord? And the captain is like, oh, I know. <laughs> I have to say, though, too, their family dinner or her her little like dinner prayer was so fucking fast. It My family has never prayed that concisely. I wish. I know, right? We were not allowed to have, like, it sounded like a little prayer she says before every meal. Yeah. We were not allowed to have those because if you prayed the same prayer every time, then it wasn't genuine. What the fuck? Are you serious? No, I'm serious. That's how I grew up. So there weren't, like, um, liturgies in church growing up. I didn't discover liturgies until college. Yeah. Fucking wild. Oh, my God. Um, And insulting to, like, so many other people. Um, well, yeah, like there's like recited prayers in so many different religions. Like that yeah. doesn't make sense. That's like they're just trying to make themselves higher, better. Yeah, it's pious. a thousand percent yeah. like a, I'm better so than stupid. you at this. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyways, the captain is like I would like a silent dinner table. And then Maria is slowly shaming the children for putting mm-hmm. a frog in her pocket in like a very kind way. Um, mm-hmm. and then all the kids start crying and he's like, what the fuck is going on? Why are my children crying? Um, and then a little man shows up on a bike. We do not like this little man. Um, it's Rolf. <laughs> he's here for Liesel. Well, he's here okay, to deliver so wait, a telegram. We've ended dinner now, right? Yes. Dinner is over. Well, so they go upstairs. Happening. They're going to bed. Oh, okay, not quite. Okay. Dinner's still happening. Rolf comes in to deliver a telegram. Liesel asks if she can be excused from dinner. Oh, okay. I must have forgotten this part. Okay, I don't know That's how. okay. It's, it's like a weird little nuance. But basically, they're finishing dinner. She sneaks out to go see Rolf as he's mm-hmm. delivered a telegram. Um, he's going to go visit his fiance in Vienna. Um, and he's going to bring Uncle Max back with him. And then uh, Lisa the and dad Rolf's is going to visit. Yeah, sorry. His, yeah. The dad's going to Vienna. Too many, too many people. <laughs> For a second, I was like, what? Meetings. He had a fiance, the Nazi boyfriend? No. No, the Nazi boyfriend is in love with Liesel. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So, well, I don't think it's love. I think he likes the attention. I think she loves yeah. him. Yes. If I'm being mm-hmm. real. Uh, so they sing a very charming 16 going on 17. You are 16 going on 17. 
Yeah, it's very condescending. Um, But it's basically like this cute little love song. It's like young love, teenage love, kind of silly things. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very charming. They do this sweet little dance in the gazebo um, Mm -hmm. that is iconic. And then at the end of the number, he like gives her a little kiss. And (laughs) she does this terrible wee like while the music plays under her. And I yeah, hate it, so much. it also was a very awkward kiss, but I mean, I think they're sixteen and seventeen. So I don't think neither of them have ever kissed anyone before. I'm sure your first kiss was not excellent. Mine wasn't. Natalie, I'm not saying that. Oh, let's not revisit that because <laughs> my first kiss was in a room full of people in a rehearsal. I'd never kissed anybody until I was oh my rehearsing God. for a musical <gasps> in college. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. I still get really like freaked out about first kisses with people. <laughs> okay, back to the musical. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, <laughs> but anyways, all that to say, first kisses are awkward. They are very awkward. Um, so yeah, Lisa and Ralph have this cute little kiss, and then let's see. Oh, Frau Schmidt comes in. We cut to Maria's bedroom now after this kiss and frau schmidt is bringing maria material to make her new dresses and uh, she's like oh can i have material to make the kids play clothes and she's like no his kids are this is what we talked about earlier yeah he runs yes. his kids like a ship uh like soldiers ever since his wife died like he doesn't want them to play like he wants them right. like he doesn't want anything that reminds him of her even the children um and then the housekeeper drops some shade about um the lady he's gonna go visit in vienna they still haven't mm-hmm. name dropped her yet Mm -hmm. um and it's kind of like she's kind of judging him for like being gone and staying with her for so long (laughs) and like leaves scandalous oh my god um and then maria like the housekeeper leaves maria goes and like does her evening prayers and she goes and prays one by one for all the kids and she can't remember kurt's name and as she gets to liesel liesel comes busting through her upstairs window soaking mm-hmm. wet covered in dirt and mud because she just climbed mm-hmm. up the side of the building um and maria keeps praying cool as a cucumber and it's like mm-hmm. thank god i pray for liesel and like praise that like i don't know like does this like prayer that's that, directed that at she, liesel yeah 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 <laughs> she's thrown a little shade subtle shade. oh yeah <laughs> and she's like amen and then liesel is like i was out in the rain and like blah 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 and like had an excuse and maria's like cut the bullshit tell me what's going on um and maria is like totally on board with helping her she's like you know what if we soak your dress in the bathtub overnight like and you put on my nightgown like we can make it look like you didn't even sneak out like i'll help cover for you and so immediately now liesel maria are buddies right like right she's established trust um and then it's raining uh there's like storm clouds and thunder now and um Maria is like checking her bed and she suddenly looks really scared and like pulls back all the covers to look to see if the kids like left anything mm-hmm. under there for her <laughs> like spiders or something mm-hmm. um and then as she's checking her bed for creepy crawlies Gretel comes bursting through the door and mm-hmm. just hugs Maria it's very cute no words yeah, uh, terrified so of the thunderstorm I know um and then the next clap of thunder all the other girls come running in Mm -hmm. um so they all climb into bed together it's really cute and then they like make some comment about the boys and then all of a sudden the boys all come running in right (laughs) they're like we're not scared we're we're tough boys and then there's Mm -hmm. more thunder and they all go running into the bed too (laughs) it's adorable yeah 
It's very cute. So now Maria has gathered all the children, and I think Liesl comes out and joins. And they're all scared and sad. And she's like, well, when anything bothers me and I'm unhappy, I try to think of things that make me happy. And then we sing another wonderful song, My Favorite Ugh. Things, which has become a Christmas song. One. But like. How? It bothers know. me that it is. I sing it year round when I feel like yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Because I just love it. Yeah. It's a classic. Um, So Maria is just like describing like her favorite things to the kids to help them be less scared of the storm. And she's like running around the room and like kind of entertaining them and trying to like bring their spirits up and like keeps running out of things and like trying to like think of more mm-hmm. things that she could tell them. Yeah, because um, she's like, oh, like, we got to Yeah, she's trying to distract yeah. them from their fear. Right. She like got to the end and was like, this would be great. And then the kids are like, are there more? And she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Let me come yeah. up with more. <laughs> um, so then they end up like having like a pillow fight and they're like screaming and, and being children. Oh, and Liesl sneaks back in the room. So like the siblings yeah. don't even notice that she. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> right, right, right. Good point. Yep. So Liesl's there now too. Like she right. sneaks in. Yep. So no suspicions about where Liesl has been. Right. Um. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of all of this goofing around, the captain comes in uh, and she like almost runs like smack into him. Um, Mm -hmm. They have this like kind of eye contact moment. And then he's like, bedtime is to be strictly observed. And I was like, you're ruining the moment. I'm like, first of all, they were in bed, but they were scared as fuck. And second of all, it's so precious that your kids already trust her enough to like come like right like oh she'll protect me right because you can guarantee i actually was gonna point this out like it's so sad that like they want to go to her instead of their dad who you know because they know that he wouldn't like respect get in trouble uh, yeah they get in trouble yeah 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 Yeah, it is sad but they know like when they needed him emotionally for other things in the past he was never there right yeah um for big things so why would he be there for small things um the captain calls out that Liesl disappeared after dinner and maria covers for her mm-hmm, maria mm-hmm. is a rock star um and then like all of a sudden as the kids leave she like remembers that she's like indecent in front of him and like grabs something to like cover up with it was so cute <laughs> like this like realization moment yeah um yeah. and so they're like having this little convo and she asks the for to make clothes for the kids and he says no and so then she (laughs) looks at the curtains after he Mm -hmm. leaves and all of her curtains are going to be replaced in her room like captain's orders whatever she's like a new guest she gets new curtains so she's like hey listen here you little shit uh you told me no and i'm sad about it so i'm gonna make some fun clothes for the kids out of these curtains i love it i love it makes them some play clothes um uh so now the captain has gone to vienna i think it's the next day um maria is alone with the children and she says fuck these rules um i love it they have so much fun they're like having the time of their lives they're in these adorable like fun patterned i always i like vividly remember this scene because i loved their outfits yeah because they're adorable they're so cute you should make clothes out of um (gasps) curtains for like the girls that'd be adorable like I have, I actually have an old comforter that's like, um, it was like a floral, like this huge abstract, like florally print. Do you remember from college? Is it the one from college? Yeah. Too? Isn't that so cute? Wouldn't that be yeah. adorable to make clothes yes. out of? Oh my God. That'd be so cute. I really want to make for myself like a little jumpsuit. I think that would be a, 
adorable. I love that. And I have cute. I have like a pink linen fabric that would be like really cute, like contrasting or like for the straps and like the top piece. Okay. Anyways, that could be cute. (laughs) I love it. No, I love it. Um. So yeah, Marie and the kids are all running through Salzburg and running through the hills and like having Mm -hmm. a fun time outside. And oh, so the fruit market scene is where. When she like juggles the fruit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where um, the real Maria von Trapp and her daughter are in the background. I think is that oh, scene. They like whoa. walk through the background okay, cool. of the shot. Yeah, I know it's in one of the market scenes. I think it's that Amazing. one. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and then out there, like having a little picnic in the hillside, and Maria says, "We're gonna learn to sing something for the Baroness." The kids are like, "I don't know how to sing," and Maria's like, "I will teach you." And we sing "Do Re Mi." Um, do a deer, a female, a female deer. deer. Listen, I fucking hate solfege. I hate it with my entire heart. Uh, I always use numbers when I have to sight sing. I do not use solfege. Why? I hate it. My brain can't remember it. Like if I look at like if I'm trying to sight read and I'm focused on like hearing the notes in my head, if yeah. I'm looking at C to F, I'm not gonna. Remember oh that's well, yeah, that's fair. Fa, right okay I'm no gonna no, be no. Like that's one, totally four. fair and I also blame it on learning piano before I learned how to sing because you yeah. learn like the finger like the numbers yeah. with your fingers um but yeah no I fucking hate solfege. <laughs> I do not I did not learn the numbers with my fingers in piano I learned only basic piano so maybe oh. that's why I mean but... that's what I learned in basic piano but maybe we just use different methods I don't know I don't know interesting um, I took piano at Stevens. Where did you? As a 10-year-old. Before with, that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <poppy. laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Okay. No, I'm not going to bring that up. Uh, that's why I learned numbers is because I was 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That um, makes sense. Okay. Anyways. So she's on. like teaching the kids self-edge. Yeah. And they're like singing this cute little song. And then they like go through the countryside. And it's been like several, like over the course of right. several days. You can tell like, they change them. outfits. They were like yeah, going exactly. through scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I believe I'm remembering this correctly from the book, Dame Julie Andrews fucking improvises the high note at the end of this number. Which was so cute. It was amazing. I know. That was just her. And she did the same thing. Like, and I have confidence where she just ended it so exhausted. Yes, I know. It was so cute. I love, um, I love that character choice. I know. It's really good. It works so well for Maria. Okay, so now we cut to... Um, the Baroness and Uncle Max riding in a car with the captain to the villa. Um, Max calls himself a very charming sponge. Love that phrasing of things. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, aspire to be a very charming sponge to rich yeah, friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love if I never had to pay for anything. Um, so then Max mentions, like, making a singing group famous at the Salzburg Festival, which becomes uh-huh. his entire mission for the rest of the movie. Um and as they're talking about the Salzburg Festival, they drive past kids in a tree being obnoxious, like hanging out of trees. And mm-hmm. then I think the captain has a look at one of them. And like you can see in his eyes, he's like, yeah, you can see he he all of a sudden is like, I, is that my yeah. fucking children? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's my fucking children. But he like it's like, surely it's not. And just right. keeps driving down the road. So then it cuts to them on the porch. They're having, enjoying, or on the patio, enjoying, like, a drink or something. I don't know. They're, like, chatting. Their relationship is so weird to me. It feels so forced. 
I think it is. That's kind of yeah, how, yeah. It's just like, how could you meet someone and feel that distant from them? It appears distant to me, and then still propose marriage to them. You know, right? Yeah. Uh, I think he just wants to find a, a mother for his children. Yeah, she's not going to be it. I don't know why oh, he thinks she would be a mother. I know. It's really interesting. But I feel like he's just like, oh, any woman will do kind of thing. And yeah. she's probably of the right like social status and all that. I think shit. she's technically a higher social status. Yeah. So, being a baroness I mean, and has a shit ton of money. So yeah. he calls her his savior. And that she brought meaning like, back into his life. <laughs> Ew, yeah. Ew. Um, and then let's see. Max asks Georg if he's going to marry the Baroness, and mm-hmm. he's like, "I just want you to get together so we can keep your money in the family." Um, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> we love Max. Um, and then, oh, Rolf is there throwing pebbles at Liesel's window, yes. and didn't know the captain was home. And the captain was like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" And he fucking yells, "Heil Hitler!" Heil Hitler! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which at this point, like, obviously, if you know this. Oh, yes. Absolutely disgusting. Like, if you know this movie, you know it's going there. But it's so, like, strange the first time it happens. You're like, holy shit. Like, this is really happening. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, It's crazy. He has a telegram. Well, and you can tell, though, that um, the dad is, like, shook. Oh, yeah. He's not happy with this happening. Um, He, like, literally tells Ralph after he gets a telegram to, like, run the fuck away like go away like i'm not here for this shit um so then max says what's going to happen is going to happen might as well let it happen if it doesn't happen to you and the captain is like you cannot fucking say that again like you're that's a terrible point of view like like you're a coward if you believe that like like like, they have this yeah yeah because it's you can't just yeah and it's really interesting because um then Max is like, well, I'm not really involved in politics. Like, you know, I don't really. And it's like, yeah. it was really interesting that they had, they made the point where then the dad is saying like, no, you can't have that position in these kinds of situations. Like you have to Correct. take action and you have to stand up for injustices. And I was like, hmm, there are some people who need to hear that. <laughs> now. Yeah. I know. It's fucking crazy. Like, and sad that that is still relatable right now yeah i mean definitely on a different level at least in our current you know political state but yeah so then as this really intense interaction is happening um there's this very loud noisy canoe of children cruising by Mm -hmm. in the lake with a certain governess leading the way um and then all of the children fall into the lake um, the captain is pissed because those are his kids and they're just like laughing he's like, and being kids. Fuck? Yeah. 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 He's so mad. Um, and like opens the gate for them and they all come running in and Maria's like yelling like, you must be Baroness Schrader. Yeah. She's like so excited. And like, she was so excited to hear he might be finding a wife. Cause he, she like, she really does care about the kids and she's like, oh, the kids yeah. will like do so well with a mother. Like, yeah. Yeah. And at this point, like. She's still planning on being a nun after she's done being a governess. So, right. like, yeah. there's no option of, like, falling in love with the captain at this point in exactly. her life either. Exactly. Um, so he blows that fucking whistle, and all the kids line up like soldiers again. Um, and he introduces yeah. them all And they look to... scared. They look so scared. I know. How could you treat your kids like that? I'm just like, dude, come on, have some joy in your life. 
That man has no joy yet. He's a dick. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. Also, how could you leave your kids with a total random stranger the day after your nanny comes, your that whatever she's is called? What people did then. That I know, was just but normal. It's crazy. So he sends the kids off. Well, he's he he goes like he tells everybody leave. And then Maria goes leave too. And he's like, not you. <laughs> right. Um, and then the Baroness is like, I guess it's time for me to leave. Uh, right. And she leaves. And the captain like has this really like annoying conversation. And he's like, you don't run my kids like ship. And I'm disappointed. Um, and then she confronts him about how yeah. he treats his kids. And she's like telling him things. She's like, you don't even know your kids. Like Brigitte does this. And like Liesl just like wants yeah. to like be an adult. And, and like, like she knows all of these really intimate details about well, his kids. And she's been with them for like a week. And he, and doesn't he know keeps trying things. to shut her down and be like, yeah. oh, stop talking. Stop talking. You're, like mm-hmm. you're disrespecting me. And she's like, listen to me. Like yes. your children just long for your attention. Right. They, they yeah. want your love. Yeah, she says, I am not finished yet. And he was like, yes, you are. Um, And he was like, you're returning to the Abbey. Like, I can't mm-hmm, deal with mm-hmm. this shit. You're going back. Um, And then all of a sudden you hear this floaty little mm, guitar the beautiful, music. And it's like this beautiful choral of children. Yes. And they're all singing the sound of music. And he's like, what is this music? And like goes inside. With us. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> so I'll Natalie's you... annoyed with me at this point. No, I'm not annoyed. I just let you have your bit and then I'll move on when you're done. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't need a bit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, ooh, okay. I can't lean on my desk. I forgot. Um, oh, shit. So, uh, the kids are singing. Uh, it's not ideal because it's a standing desk. I mean, you were here with me. Uh, it doesn't fit on, on the desk yeah. it's sitting on. Um, yeah, it's fine. So they're singing their little song for the Baroness. And <laughs> I love mm-hmm. that their hair mm-hmm. is like soaked. What a good con- continuity thing because some people don't right. think of things like that. Um, but they're like back in yeah. their little uniforms. Um, and the captain is like watching where he can't be seen from the doorway. And then he starts like coming along and he's like, I'm annoyed because this is where I start to like him. This is where you're supposed right. to start to like him. I know. But like I'm watching him like his entire like being is like softening in this moment. And right. like the facade is crumbling like this hard facade. And it, I was literally tearing up like watching this dad yeah. like become a dad again and like open himself up. I was like, why am I tearing up for this man who is an asshole at this moment? Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then he starts singing with them and the kids drop out because they're shook. Like, yeah, because their like, dad is singing. <gasps> yeah. We've never heard this joy in our lives. <laughs> what a concept. And our father's present. <laughs> that never happens. Um, it's just this very vulnerable moment where he starts yeah. singing with them. And then they all start harmonizing with him. It's very cute. And then they like have a little hug. And, this, and I wrote this is, is something so they probably haven't done since God, their mom died. Yeah, it's so sweet. Could you imagine like losing your mom and then your dad won't even hug you to console you? Oh my God, I know. Horrible. (laughs) So Maria starts to sneak past the doorway. She watches the sweet moment and like 
is is like happy this is happening mm-hmm. um and then goes to, to sneak by the doorway in this moment so she can pack up her things and leave and right the captain sees her and then me is like i'll be right back and like goes after her and this is where like the start of a little romance thing begins mm-hmm. um i love the way the shot is staged i love the distance we feel between them and like the way it adds to like the tension that's beginning to form mm-hmm. and he apologizes <gasps> fucking love what and he says that she was right what a concept oh my god um he's like i don't know my kids like you're right like you brought music back into my house and and, and he's like i changed my mind I, I want i want you to stay i ask you to stay and i'm like ugh, dying inside it's as intense as a bridgerton romance <laughs> yeah and then she says um if i could be of any help and he says you already have been more than you could ever know Love it. Romance. Wait, sorry. Okay, sorry. You're good. Okay. You good? I just got distracted. <laughs> it's fine. You're fine. I'm gushing over the Captain Maria. It's fine. Ugh, so cute. So cute. Hard cut from this romantic little moment to um, goat puppets. Actually, no. <laughs> they're setting up the puppet show. We cut to like a puppet show. The puppet show, show is cute, though. I kind of like really the style of these puppets, if I'm being honest. No, I love it. This is one of the yeah. things that's like burned in my brain from this movie. Um, so they're singing the lonely goat herd. And so in her memoir, Julie Andrews talks about how fucking hard this song was for her because she can't yodel. So when she was a kid, because, you know, she's been singing since she was, what, 10 years old or younger. Right. So as a kid, her voice teacher taught her not to have vocal breaks in her voice. Oh, she was trained to like not have breaks. So she can't switch between a mix and a head voice. What? And a mix to yodel. She doesn't have that. Like her voice is super unique. That's insane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And so they're like, we need you to do the song. And she's like, fuck. (laughs) But so if you notice, like when she sings with Brigida, Brigida actually yodels. And you can Mm -hmm. hear the difference because Julie Andrews can't yodel. (laughs) yeah Um, yeah she just had to fake it um so i just thought that was a fun fact about this no that's so so interesting wow like as a singer i couldn't imagine i rely on my mix probably way too much (laughs) no it's crazy i actually didn't know how to mix until college um i didn't either i only use my head for everything mixing is so allows you to sing so much more yes and and but the fact that she is so good and she like doesn't even mix she's so fucking talented i no, she doesn't yeah that's wild (laughs) i love her um okay so the captain the baroness and max loved this little performance and max is basically like i found the perfect group for the salzburg festival and georg is like "Mm -mm, my children don't sing in public not happening yeah Um, i mean fair yeah oh absolutely fair um, oh, also, just like a side note, Maria and the captain have this really like intense flirty eye contact moment before that whole Max thing. And the Baroness sees it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she does. She does. That She's starting to yeah. feel the tension. She's like, ooh, my ooh. future might be falling apart. Yeah. Um, and so then uh, they all like leave the little puppet showroom and mm-hmm. go back into like the setting room. And Maria comes running in and uh, basically... They, like, are going to sing more songs, and all the kids, like, volunteer their dad. And Maria Mm -hmm. brings the guitar over to the captain and says, please, in, like, the most, like, sweetest, genuine way. But the Mm -hmm. way that it was, like, 
like adds to the sexual tension uh, between the captain and Maria unintentionally. Mm-hmm. And the Baroness was like pissed by this entire interaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Maria goes and stands off to the side and he starts singing Edelweiss, which we'll hear later too. Um, fun fact, this is one of the first full songs I learned in the piano. Wow. Look yeah, at you, Natalie. Amazing. It wasn't great. I was like 11 and it was like very simple, but it's it's the first full song I learned. <laughs> As he's singing, he has Maria's just like smitten with this man watching him play guitar. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell mm-hmm. she's head over heels in love. Uh, she just doesn't know what love is yet. Like like romantic love like that. Right. She doesn't realize she's in love. Exactly. Because um, when she does, she has a crisis. <laughs> um and he like looks at her and they have this little eye contact moment and the baroness and max like notice this and they're like oh right. and then um like he and lisa like duet together and it's like he ends the song ends the song looking at maria Ooh, he's in what? love he's in love and she does this like cute little giggle when he like looks at her and i'm like oh, or he does a cute little giggle when she like looks at him at the end and he's like yeah. i'm like stop being so cute um yeah, so, so cute. the baroness yeah. immediately feels threatened and is turning all the attention on to her and she's like you must throw a party so i can meet all of your friends and i was um, like um you shallow bitch like come on she's the fucking worst I mean, they do have a house for parties. Let's be real. This is true. But she is like, you must throw me a party so I can meet all your friends. Yeah. It's all about her. So um, Maria takes all the kids off to bed. They're all excited about the party. We cut to the party. It's a dance hall. It's Mm -hmm. full of life. People everywhere. Oh, my God. They do have a house for a party. Um, The cats and the Baroness are like greeting people as they come in. Oh, I had a thought at this moment. So earlier when the captain and the baroness were talking um, before Maria and the kids were in the canoe, um, he mentions she mentions something about like how at ease he is here. And he like makes a joke about like not being comfortable in like all the parlors and at the parties with her in Vienna. Mm -hmm. Um, And like he prefers the countryside and his home and his life here. And uh so I think it's interesting that the Baroness is forcing him to throw a party right. and do things that he doesn't want he to doesn't do and doesn't feel do. comfortable doing. Right. right. But Maria brings music back into his life. She fucking loves the right. countryside and the mm-hmm. outdoors. And she like challenges him, but like doesn't force him into a box. But the Baroness like hears his wants and his needs and then does the exact opposite because it doesn't suit her. Yeah. Yep. Whereas Maria yeah, hears his wants and his needs. That's a very valid point. And they, they find a way to, like, accomplish both of their wants and needs together. Yeah. Like, we're getting signals early on mm-hmm. that this is not going to work. Yep. We were. Um. Anyways, uh, Herr Zeller comes in. We do not like him. He notices that the captain has the Austrian has flag hanging up. flag. And he's like, <sighs> He's like, Let's oh, this is this bad. Man. Yeah. Right? Um. And so... I mean, the captain knew people are going to try to figure out where his loyalties lie with the midst of this war or, you know, brewing. Well, plus, I, it's like it just shows again, once again, he's not standing down from his beliefs. Like he's. No, not at all. He's not going to conform to like these really shitty ideals. Yeah. Right. He opposes the rise of Nazi Germany and like what it stands right. for. And he's going to make exactly. that clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then we cut from like that tense moment to Liesel on the patio pretending to like dance with someone. So then 
Friedrich is the older one, I think, swoops mm-hmm. in and dances with her, and it's really cute. Mm-hmm. And then Maria um, asks them to show asks them to show her the Austrian folk dance that they're dancing in the dance hall. Yeah. So, um, or they ask Maria to show them. Yeah, they so ask her. She starts her, demonstrating. Right. Yeah, I wrote it down backwards in my notes. <laughs> um, so Maria starts like demonstrating the dance for them, and uh, I think Kurt might be dancing with her. Yeah. And then the captain walks out and is like watching them, and then he like taps he on Kurt's shoulder. In. Oh, it's so yeah! cute! So he like cute! slides in there and starts dancing uh-huh. with Maria. Oh, and at the end so of that good. song, damn, there's a moment. They like have their ar- like arms up over each other's heads, and they like make eye contact, and it's just like, oh, so cute. Kiss, they're just kiss. smitten. The chemistry. They're both It's just so cute. And then the Baroness sees it, of course. So she has to fucking ruin the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, oh, okay. So there is this moment in ice. Like you see the moment where it's like they're going to kiss. And then Maria immediately notices like, like they're about to cross like a line. And she refuses to cross it. Like she backs mm-hmm. away. Her face is all red. It's very cute. And right. she's flustered. Yeah. Um, yes. So she goes off with the kids. The captain and the baroness have this weird exchange um, where she, like, is passive aggressive about him dancing with Maria. Mm-hmm. And then the kids sing So Long Farewell. So cute. I love this. So precious. Um, so they, like, give a performance for the party guests before they go to bed. Um, Lisa's like, can I drink my first champagne as, like, part of her song? And her dad is like, right. no. He's like, <laughs> absolutely not. nice try. Go to bed. Good night. Um, so each kid gives like this little Night. unique goodbye. Yeah. And then all, yeah, all the guests like sing goodnight back to them. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> little tiny Gretel was last. She's so adorable. I know. Scooting and like the, the captain stairs. is so smug. I know. Um, he knows his kids are cute. He knows his kids are so fucking cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He does. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, and then. So cute. I know. Max invites Maria to dinner. Yes. And he's like, come on, you've got to join the party. And she's like, no. But the captain's like, join us. We'll wait for you to change. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm not. I'm I'm too casual. I'm not dressed in the right. Blah, blah, blah. So then Miss Bitch (laughs) is like, girl, I'll help you find something to wear. Let's go upstairs. Let's find something. (laughs) Oh, what about that pretty dress that the captain couldn't take his eyes off you when you wore? And she's like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> okay, you can continue. <laughs> no, keep going. This is great. I feel like I talk so much. <laughs> okay. So Maria's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, we don't have, he doesn't feel like that about me. And right. she's like, I know. He does. He really does. And then Maria's like freaking out because she realizes she's in love with him. And she's like, but I'm supposed to be a nun, which actually when you're Catholic and you're little watching this, um, at least for me, I thought she already was a nun. So I was like, oh, "Oh, fuck, like she literally can't marry him. Oh, no, that adds a whole different. So that adds a whole other like Catholic (laughs) trauma layer there. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, so she leaves without an explanation to yeah, the kids. Goes. Doesn't say goodbye. Which I was like, I don't think she would do that. Like, I feel – maybe she feels like she wouldn't be able to, like, say goodbye. I think she does address it in 
I think she addressed it in the second act. I think it is yeah. that like, she's okay. like, I can't. Okay. Like, I couldn't say goodbye. Oh, yeah, you haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> well, I sort of – I probably got to there right as um, – Oh, okay. We had to record. But, yeah, um, basically, so then she leaves. She leaves a fucking letter. Yeah. And – is that the end of act one? Almost. Um, she oh. sneaks out. And then the last important thing to note, uh, or like that she leaves and that is the last thing that happens. But like in between all of that, there is this like thing that happens with Harris Zeller where he like makes like a threat to the captain that like Germany is on yes. the rise and that the right. Anschluss is coming. The like unification of Austria and Germany. Right. And yeah, the captain. The guy, yeah. Yeah. And the captain is like not having that conversation in his house. So that's just like another thing to note is like. Right. It's very clear at the end of this act too that like Austria is about going to be a shift change in the mood. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that sure. is the end of act one. And that is act one. Woo. Thanks, we get a, a good old fashioned uh, classic golden age movie intermission. I know it was so cute. I loved it. I I didn't remember this happening in it. I forgot. Like as soon as it came up, I was like, "Oh yeah," because my fair lady has one too. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's cute. So yeah, that's Act One, everybody. Uh, we will pick up where we left off after the on track with Act Two. Thanks for listening, guys. Like, subscribe, tell your mm-hmm. friends. Uh, follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Not yeah. Twitter. Not Twitter. I <laughs> don't have Twitter. Because um, Elon Musk yeah, is the worst. Yeah, I don't use Twitter. So. Um, but yeah, thanks Follow for Follow us listening. at Musicals Reviewed on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks for listening. <laughs> you did great. You got almost thanks, everything. Guys. I'm proud of you. Okay, bye. We love our listeners. We bye. do. Bye.